into the good girl's guide to being wrong and happy. <laughs> you are here with your co-host, Stephanie Richardson. That's me. And Heather Smith. You can see us if you are That's on our me. Facebook Live. <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, I think we'll have to put some, some messages out that, we're, that we are on <laughs> Facebook Live right now for our show. And we're actually doing a show now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're not talking about doing a show or fumbling around <laughs> awkwardly trying to get the show going. Now we yeah. are indeed live. So for those of you who are on our blog talk show um, show page or listening to us on iTunes, Heather Smith and I have, are, we're trying our hardest to do a simulcast <laughs> of a Facebook live feed and our blog talk radio show at the same time. That has been a tremendous failure this morning. <laughs> to a couple of really awkward failed attempts at both Facebook lives and the show on blog talk. So um, it's been very funny. But now what you are actually listening to is the, the audio from the Facebook live. So if you would like to actually go yeah. to our show page and see what this looks like, you can go to the good girl's guide to being wrong on Facebook and find us there. And uh, this video will be on our show page. Yes, it will. <laughs> so, uh, so today's topic, <laughs> slippy, sloppy, slurpy. <laughs> I thought, Slippy, sloppy, slurpy would be a lot more fun than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I did too. I thought you were talking about something different. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it could be about that. <laughs> it also could be when <laughs> things in life just are so messy and don't go as planned and don't go as you'd like. <laughs> It's just a hot mess. We like to demonstrate for you. So we're yeah. a demonstration of when life does not go the way that you think it will. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> so you can really, I mean, one thing that we always talk about on the show is that you actually have a choice about how you handle a situation and um, the point of view that you have about what's going on. And you can take it seriously and make yourself wrong for the disaster that seems to be occurring. <laughs> or you can like, choose to have a good time with it and, and laugh about it and make fun of it <laughs> and carry on. <laughs> choose again. Stop. Go in a new direction. <laughs> or, or attempt to carry on and see what shows up. <laughs> yeah, the carrying on and pushing through version of, of this was not was actually the least effective of all. <laughs> you know, like, it was. Oftentimes what I, oftentimes what I, you know what? Actually, I was about to lie to everyone. I was about to say pushing through normally works. And what I realized is that is actually rarely a tool that I use, in part because it's yeah. not actually a tool. It's the decision that doing whatever it is that you are on course to do is the right course of action and you will make it happen no matter what, which is a little different than, than actually choosing to persevere and asking a new question to see what it's going to take to move forward. 
Um, that so, a new yeah. question. A new question. <laughs> Should we talk a little bit about what that even what what we would be asking questions for? <laughs> yeah. Well, so for exact with this show in particular, like if we were to push through, we would have still been trying and failing to uh, be on brought you know on on Blog Talk Radio and recording a show there and on Facebook Live and recording here. And, I mean, we found out the hard way that technically it's actually not possible if we're at the, at the moment <laughs> with the house that I'm at, the house that you're at, and how everything works. So, um, so it would have just continued to fail, 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 you know, and roadblock, roadblock, roadblock. When you ask a question, it's really about going into the curiosity of, well, what will work here? What is possible here? What can we do? And that's a different question because that's not about persevering. That's about finding the path to what works and what is possible. And that's just totally different reality. <laughs> that's, that's a trail to something different. <laughs> well, what I just realized is that, is that, there's a, there, that there are these sneaky underlying beliefs that we often are functioning from that we don't necessarily pay attention to because we don't know how. Yeah. So, you know, right. your underlying like is your underlying belief that you will succeed is your underlying eventually belief, yeah <laughs> is your underlying belief that you will fail eventually mm, um yeah. is your point of view that everything will be hard is your point of view that everything will be easy is your point of view and each one of these points of view has its own roadblocks that comes with it right well because it's not a question about what is like what is actually happening here what's actually available here and what's true in this moment regardless of our point of view about it yeah you and know. so so as we begin to ask questions and we begin to actually go okay well cool what's actually happening here what choices do we have and also just what would we like to choose that's one that <laughs> yeah. usually gets left out right like that's not one of the ones that's in the, I will be a success, right? I will, that, if that's yeah. your point of view, it sometimes doesn't include what would I actually like to choose here? Do I actually, like, is the succeeding part the part that's relevant or is there something else that's relevant? So in this case, yeah. you know, is pushing through until we have both a Facebook Live and a blog talk radio show going at the same time, is that actually what's relevant or what, you know, like, what is it that we'd actually like to create here? And, and for me, it's like, well, I just, let's, let's do a show. And so yeah. right now we, we can do a show. If we do it on Facebook live, we have a way to actually create the audio for the blog talk show later. If however, yeah. we kept trying to push through and do both of them at the same time, um, well, first of all, it just would have been a lot, a lot, a lot more effort. <laughs> that wasn't actually We'd be, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be struggling to succeed at not succeeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's, again, though, is a great um, question. Like, what would I really like to be choosing here? Yeah, I mean, ha have, actually having a show and talking about uh, tools like these is what would be more fun. So this was the route that's like, yeah, we could do this. Okay, here we go. <laughs> and it gave us fodder for the topic. 
Absolutely. <laughs> this is something that I don't think that we consider enough. Um, is that yeah. that when you've asked for something, you will receive it, but it doesn't always show up the way that you think it will. So I'm particularly about this topic was like, what is this topic about? What is slippy, sloppy, slurpy? What are we talking about? And then, you know, I read the description because Heather had written the description and it was like, not taking things too seriously. And I'm like, okay, well, I understand that. <laughs> and what yeah. is this about? Which is really funny. It's not, that is not normally my MO, right? Like, I'm normally <laughs> like, just go with it and have a good time. So um, the thing is, is if you want to understand something, the universe will conspire to help you understand it. <laughs> Now, so in you this get case, to experience it. In this case, <laughs> I get to all up in, be all up in the experience <laughs> of messy, messy, messy. <laughs> That's what I got to do this morning, which is funny because I also in the shower this morning um, had, had one of those, was having a few epiphanies about understanding. So this also added to my awareness of what trying to understand something creates. Um, so trying to understand something means you get to stand under it. <laughs> you get to stand yeah. under the experience. And, um, you know, I happen to have been looking at all the times in my life where I tried to understand aging. I started looking at being a really little kid. And, um, mm. and looking at what people were doing with their bodies, looking at like what, you know, what my grandmother was doing with her body and her body shape. Yeah. And then my, looking at my mom and these spots that they, you know, all the, her friends had on their arms, um, from the, from the sun and these like strange <laughs> things that were, that were so <laughs> normal about this thing that people called aging and started looking at how I really started trying to understand it at the, I mean, I distinctly remember at six, right. Trying to figure out what this <laughs> right, aging right. thing was. Um, and the moment that you try to start understanding something, you begin creating it in your own life. Yeah. And you so, get to stand right under it and look yeah. at that backside and yep. <laughs> try and to so figure it out. <laughs> I tried to understand the messiness of living this morning. And I, I, got to, I got to be all up in the middle of things not working out very well at all, which that's not, I haven't eat, I have it easy. I like having it easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me too. Oh my God. Well, and that's a, the thing with understanding too, which is really interesting. I, I was talking with somebody whose relationship just ended. It was a very long time that they'd been in relationship, like 20 years. And they were trying to understand why it ended. Oh. This was a little bit abrupt, yeah. except the, the, the logical reasons and quote unquote understanding of it didn't do anything to alleviate the, I you know, the pain of it that. or the upset. <laughs> yeah. Like it only leads so, to more why. You're like, right. okay, fine. You're not happy. Why? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing. It's like every reason why. Yeah. There's no satisfaction in finding out why. I mean, there's a little bit of like, okay, I get that. And like, 
what does that do now though? It's like, okay, they're still gone. <laughs> you know, they're still, it's still over. Right. It's still like, that's it. So any how of many, the whys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, how yeah, many times yeah. when the, our question is why are we actually looking for a way that we can change what is, but not actually change what yeah. is in a way that'll work, but make it not be what it is. That. So we're like, that. I want this to not be what it is instead of, okay. Yeah. What, right now, yeah. this is crazy. Right now, I, I don't get, right now, I, you know, I, ah, right. How many times? Yeah. So in the Facebook Live, <laughs> I'm making faces. Um, you can't see that. You radio folks can't see that I'm making faces. So what, I, what just happened made no sense at all. You keep trying to understand it. See how that goes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh-oh, Heather froze. So, um, so how many times I forgot even what I just I forgot even what I was saying. Watching your frozen face was really distracting. <laughs> Well, so I was just about to say, though, yeah, none of the why gives any resolution, and it doesn't change the fact of what is. So it's really, in my own life, if I go to question instead of like, okay, I, I don't have control over this person, I don't have control over this situation to change it into what I would like it to be, all I have available is what would I like to choose now? Well, what's really How would funny, I like to do with this? You know, it strikes me like uh, we mentioned it, but it really strikes me that whole um, asking why is not asking how it could work or how it could be different. Asking why really is the only option is to try and like go yeah. back in time and have it not happen. Like it's just really ringing how much yeah. that's, you know, the I, the I hear people in their heads going, well, denial, it's denial. Okay, sure. <laughs> it is definitely not looking at what is in the moment and then looking at, at, all right, what's possible now that I haven't considered? What else is possible? What else is possible? What else is possible? Yeah. Well, and even the thing of just of calling it denial, like, great. So now you're calling it denial instead of understanding. It still doesn't do anything for you, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm in denial. What am I in denial about? Like, it only goes someplace if you ask a question. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. everything else is a full stop. <laughs> well, know? that's one of my it's favorite things. Oh, go ahead. No, I was, was going to say it was a, it's a stop or it's a going back to the past or it's a loop that brings you back to the same thing of exactly where you are. Yeah. So all of them are, you know not not going to get you anywhere whereas a question actually opens the door to a new possibility and a new pathway and something different something that's actually possible well and and asking a question about what you can do what you can be what you can be aware of what you can ask what you can change not how can i make yeah. them not have broken up with me that's not actually a question no, no, it's not. How can I get them back? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that actually requires that they not choose what they chose, but they chose what they chose. You have a whole yeah, different ex- set of choices that are different than their choices, but your choice exactly. isn't how do I control them? <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Don't you, you can. hate that? <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can, but you have to. Get that's why they left. <laughs> 
<laughs> True story. What do you mean they didn't want to be controlled anymore? I don't understand. Why is that? So <laughs> yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I love being controlled totally. Oh, wait. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know how often people, they, they don't put themselves in the shoe of the recipient. <laughs> They just stay in the position they're in. Why doesn't everybody want to do what I say? <laughs> I don't if, understand. If they would only do what I say, then life would be so much yeah, better. Yeah, it would all be okay. It yeah. It would all work out great. <laughs> For me. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. we, we get ourselves stuck so often with that kind of point of view that often can be lurking in the background and we don't realize how much we're perpetrating it on ourselves and other people, <laughs> you know, it's like, ouch. Yeah. Wow. You know. that, that we, so yeah, well, that does get into a slippy, sloppy, slurpy slope, actually looking <laughs> at and including yeah. other people, right? Like yeah. things get messy yeah. when we include other people because other people have their own points of view and they don't necessarily match ours. They don't necessarily want the same thing, even if they say they do. And even if they say, I love you. And even if they say, I want to be with you and all the things that make a relationship. And even if you've lived together forever, it still doesn't mean you are actually desiring the same thing, functioning the same way or have the same point of view. And it's, it's so, it blows me away all the time of how many people get surprised by that. Like they think, oh, I love you. So that means you're going to be the certain way or, oh, you said this. So that means that you're going to do it how I think that means. Or you gave, <laughs> than... you gave in. So now you're going to enjoy it. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my There's God. so many. Ah. Yeah. There's so many variations of that where we have these expectations of who other people are, who they're going to be in our life, that that's your own point of view. That may have nothing to do with the person in front of you and who they are and what they'd like to choose. And so it's just, it, it is a, a, a slippy, sloppy mess <laughs> with that because so often then the person will fall short of your expectations. You know, they, they won't live up to it. And and how can they? They have, they either don't know about it, they have no willingness to go along with it, or they just have a different choice. I mean, there's just those three basic things are a recipe for like, <laughs> things not going as you thought they would. Well, it's so interesting because having an expectation at all always derails something. Yeah. Uh, usually it just derails possibility. <laughs> That's all. That's all. <laughs> shows up, they're beautiful, this person is, you know, they like me, they blah, 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 blah. 
because with that one expectation, there are at least 25 other expectations. And with those 25 expectations, there are at least 25 others holding each one of those in place. So now all of a sudden, if you look at that and you go, wow, everything has to turn out exactly like this for, for this to actually meet my expectation. And oftentimes what will be hiding whenever you say, um, what will be hiding there it, when you have an expectation is actually that you think you don't have one. Right. You know, yeah. This will be great. And then somebody goes, well, that's, you know, that's a pretty big expectation. Oh, no, I have no expectations. However this shows up will be great. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I know it'll be great. Really? I know it'll work out fabulous. Really? <laughs> you have no caveats for that. None, right? None at all. No caveats. And <laughs> not only the if, uh, you know, this will be great if, you know, this and this and this. Then there's also that this will be great because of how we decide it will turn out. You know, not only the if to get there, like it'll be great if they say yes. It'll be great if the sunrise is just peaking. <laughs> it'll be great if, you know, whatever. <laughs> but also that will then mean, oh, that proves they love me. Oh, that proves they like me. Oh, that means I'm a good person. Oh, oh. that means I did it right. And, then and there's the next so many things that, that it means. Yeah, the next piece after that, you go, it means they love me. And, it, and if they love me, that means, and then if, right? Yeah. Uh, ah. That's the 25 <laughs> and the 25 and the 25. And the yes. The exponentialize, the exponentialization of, of these worlds that we have in our heads that we don't even know that we have in our heads. And it sets us up for yeah. failure. And it definitely sets us up to not be present with the person in front of us um, or the people in yeah. front of us or the life in front of us or the job in front of us or the nature in front of us. Cause now all of a sudden you're caught up in a web of expectation and whether something is actually meeting it or not, even if it's back here behind, behind what you think you're thinking, you have the tally going. Yeah. Well, and again, it's just stop after stop after stop. It's, there's no place to go with that because the world, when we have that kind of fixed point of view in place, the world has to meet it. And if it doesn't, then, you know, the disappointment, the upset, the anger, the why me, like all these other things that, again, have nothing to do with what is and with being present and what choices you actually have available and I like I love what you just said, Stephanie, about you know the, that person can't meet that because you're not looking at who the person is. You know, they they <laughs> people are not what we expect, and people are not what we project at them, and they're not what we wish they would be. They just are who they are. <laughs> you know? And when we meet them with who they as who they are, and and from that space of allowing who they are, then we get to find out what's really possible. And some of it may not be pretty and some of it might be amazing and they can surprise you in ways that you would have never gotten if you're blinded by your expectations of who they are or how they fit in your life. You know, they can surprise you in amazing ways when you let them be who they really are and choose what they would really choose when they're being them. 
it's like that's it's a beautiful thing but so many people miss out on that they miss you know the beauty of a person and what's really possible with that person because they're so blinded about their expectations of who the person is or how they are or what we expect that person to be for us in our own life that they just they can't be or there aren't or you know it's just not everything they are <laughs> you, know? Yeah, you know what me so aware of something that I've never really seen in this way before, and that's that when we have these expectations, one of the things that we can do is think that people will see the world that we do the way that we do, especially if somebody loves us. That whole like, right. if they love me, yeah. they'll see the world the way that I do. And then we get, I see a lot of people get sideswiped whenever a person, the person they're with doesn't choose what they would choose because it seems so obvious. Well, we've got so many things that are similar. Obviously, we would choose the same thing. That's an expectation um, and a projection. <laughs> and, yeah. and so so we get sideswiped but the, by when people make choices we wouldn't make, like when we've made the decision that they're yeah. so much like us that they'll obviously choose what we would choose. But the thing that that does, you were talking about how that doesn't allow us to see somebody the way that they are and that that can allow us, like, if we were actually seeing them for who they were, we may see some things that were really beautiful that we didn't know, we, that we didn't know were there or didn't even know we could have with another person. But it, yeah. it just shows me how if you think everyone else is like you, or the people who like you are like you, or the people who love you are like you, then you literally don't get to see parts of the world that are different than you. Like yeah. all of a sudden your world gets really yeah. small, but I've never seen that before. That yeah. how small we can make our world by trying to make, you know, in our heads by making other people like us. That our world gets yeah, a lot bigger if we actually go, what if there's no one else on the planet like me? I wonder what this person I'm with would choose. I wonder yes. what, you know, I wonder what my friends would actually choose if I wasn't bulldozing. If I wasn't always bulldozing here and like deciding that everybody <laughs> wanted what I want, like what would I actually, what would I find out? What would I find out is actually possible for an interest that I've never considered because it doesn't match what I would think is fun until yeah. it gets until someone shows you what that's like in their world so have you ever been well, somewhere where somebody sees something and they see a beauty in it maybe even if you don't see the beauty in it you see how much it impacts them how much how much their world is altered by something. And sometimes that can make something really enjoyable, just perceiving how much joy it brings to another person. But if you think you have the same point of view about something, then if I walk in somewhere and I'm like, that is ugly as sin. <laughs> and I just start yakking up a storm about how ugly this thing is. But in, in their world, before I started yakking about how ugly it was, they were really moved by it. I've now lost out on what they were moved by because I started putting my point of view out there so that they, you know, they either had to align and agree with it or resist or, and react to it or defend against it or just stay quiet. Um, there's yeah. a lot of exploring of the world that we could have, that we could expand our worlds dynamically 
if we just include how other people see the world and what they see in the world. And you can't do that with an expectation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it, it makes it a whole new adventure <laughs> with everything to so, be present with. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I heard the rest of the sentence in my head. I should probably let you oh. say it out loud. <laughs> Which now I forgot. <laughs> so sorry. I wanted to ask you what, what tool, if somebody catches that they actually are functioning from an expectation, yeah. all of a sudden they go, oh, that was an expectation. Now what? Well, yeah. I mean, the easiest thing literally is just to acknowledge that you noticed that, like, oh my gosh, this is totally an expectation. Like, notice that you notice it and acknowledge that mm -hmm. because that is becoming aware of where you have an expectation that you didn't notice before. That is awareness. That is, you know, becoming aware when you notice those moments. So acknowledging it will allow that door to open further so that you notice other areas of your life where you have expectations and projections that you didn't know you had. It'll start to become louder. It's like when the more you acknowledge it, the more you see other places that you might have it if that you do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it gets what better else? later though. <laughs> yeah. So funny. So besides getting maybe, you know, a little horrified <laughs> all the places that you have expectations that you didn't realize you have Another expectations. One. Another one. Yeah. But after that, after that, you get the freedom of, of. That you didn't notice before. All of a sudden you have choice now. You can continue with your expectations or you can go into question of like, oh, wow, okay. If I didn't have an expectation about this person or this situation or this thing, what would I notice? You know, what could I be aware of here that I just, I didn't notice before? So that question, what can I notice now? What can I be aware of now that I didn't notice before? I so, love that. What can I, yeah, yeah. what can I notice that I didn't? before what is this what is this expectation being covering up yeah and that's that's about becoming present with what is that's about seeing the person in front of you not as you would like it to be but as they actually are that that you couldn't notice with the expectations in place now you get to notice now you get the information so it's like it reveals all these things it's like oh my god now I get why when I asked this person to do that, they never did it. Now I get it. <laughs> or, you know, you, you get all these realizations and ahas about why things have been going how they've been going, um, especially when they don't go as you would like or as you expect or as you hope or as you plan. Uh, it's you get to see what's really going on. You get to see, oh, wow, I'd been expecting this of this person. And the last, you know, 10 years, they never fulfilled it. <laughs> Here I am still expecting. <laughs> okay, if I drop this expectation, what do I notice? Oh, I notice three things. I notice, first of all, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care about is they don't notice what I notice. This thing that bothers me all the time and that I try to get them to do and take care of, 
they don't see it as a problem. They don't notice it. It doesn't stand out to them as something to take care of or handle. Or, you know, those are examples of what can show up. Like all of a sudden you get the awareness of all the things that this person functions as, or at least a lot more of the things they function as that you didn't get before. And you see why they choose what they choose um, or why they don't choose, you know, what they don't choose. You get a lot more information. So that's... That's the fun part that starts to happen up when I, you drop your expectations. I love that you call that the fun part. Because all <laughs> I can feel in my body is the anxiety and the upset that comes with um, realizing that their behavior is not going to change and then realizing that you have to make the choice whether you're going to be happy or not. Ah, like there's, we'll see. there's this moment, there's this moment. Yeah. So that person has never taken out the trash, has never taken out the trash, has never taken out the trash, right? Like, let's just say your expectation is that if you're with somebody, they'll take out the trash. Um, right. And you keep getting upset because it's supposed to be different. That's how an expectation works. If you hear a supposed to in your head, you have an expectation. <laughs> That's how you can locate them if you haven't located them yet. And so they're this is supposed to be different. <clears throat> now, the thing is, is now you're, like, if you realize that you have that expectation, it was easier before when you thought that one day that, well, the lie is that it's easier. The, it's yeah. easier yeah. to believe that one day they would make the choice to do what you've been asking all this time and then everything would be way better and they would be happier too. So you've been living with this lie that came yeah. with the ex unmet expectation and the, per yeah. the continued persistence of trying to get this unmet expectation to be met. But then there comes this moment if you actually look at it and then and you realize, oh, this is my expectation. This was never something they said they would do. There was not one moment where they said that they would do this, ever. <laughs> now, sometimes there right. was, and then the expectation is that they'll do what they say they'll do. That's a totally, that's another expectation. Oh, they'll say what they, they'll, they'll do what they say they'll do. That's a huge expectation. Yeah. That's not, you know, you can look at your track record and see how often that's true. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. But you have to make a new choice, and that can be an uncomfortable place for a lot of people. Whenever all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, that's never going to happen. But in my head, somehow, it was going to happen one day. So I was going to get to be happy one day because they, this need <laughs> and expectation was going to be met one day. And I was sort of yeah. thriving on the idea that one day this would change and be different. And now you're telling me that I'm supposed to be happy because I realized that I have an expectation and they're never going to meet it. I'm supposed to be happy with that. That's what I heard. Like, I literally felt yeah. anxiety building up in, like, 98% of our listeners. Why is this a good thing? And, and one of the things is, yeah. is so when what the, the part that Heather was like, this is so exciting, is that you actually now have a new choice. You can actually now choose something that will work if you so, you know, if you choose to accept this, um, <laughs> is another possibility. As long as you're functioning from expectation, there actually is no other possibility. None. You I'm, think there none is. None at all. You are thriving on a lie. 
So the exciting part about no longer thriving on a lie is that you have new choices available. And one of the choices that you can make is actually like, oh my gosh. All right. So I've always just had it that this person would finally do this thing. But if I actually take what they've chosen over the last 20 years and recognize that that may be the choice that they continue to make, what choice do I have that I haven't even looked at because in my head this would always be taken care of at some point. So now you can begin to ask, okay, so if it's the trash, you can now go, well, I don't want to take it out. They don't want to take it out. <laughs> and this has been a source of misery for 20 years <laughs> and promised joy. Like this, is the, the, this has been the promised right. joy and source of memory, sor source of promised joy and source of misery for 20 years. <laughs> I wonder what else is possible. And in this moment, you can open the door, maybe even literally to a neighbor <laughs> or whatever. You can start going, okay, well, would I be willing to pay somebody five bucks to take out the trash if it meant that my relationship would get better? Yeah. What do I actually look, what am I looking for? Am I looking for a reason to be upset with my partner so that I have an excuse for whatever I need an excuse for? to treat them mean, to not have sex, to what? Like, what is it that in your, like in your world, what is it that being upset with somebody offers you that actually enjoying your life with them wouldn't, you know? Like, because somewhere what we create ends up working for us somehow, but oftentimes those are definitely the things we don't want to look at. So, because right. you could just ask the question, well, what would it take to alleviate this need? It, is there something I can do? Yeah. They don't want to do anything about it. And it doesn't bother them if I let the whole kitchen fill with trash. <laughs> right. So it well, doesn't and bother them, right? Like that the whole kitchen is yeah. full of trash and it never does. I can either be upset about this or I can do something different. But they're not going to do something different because it is not valuable to them. So yeah. That value system is not going to change. For, unless they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> right, which they haven't for the last 20 years or so or however long. So tomorrow, it's a new day, but doesn't mean they're going to change different. <laughs> so, yeah. so to me, though, it is the exciting part where you... Wait, hold on. Haven't wait, been... Wait. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. No, no, wait, wait. You're roboting. So oh. she said, to me, it's really exciting when you do get choice. Or at least that's what I can, can make out from the robot. <laughs> now am I getting, coming in clear? Clearer, yes. Clearer. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I can see if I could move to someplace that has better reception maybe. Um, so, yeah, so to me, that is the exciting place when we have choice because it's like when you don't have cho when you don't realize that you actually can change something like like we have our expectations a lot of time we think will make a situation better right that'll it'll change it into something greater and so that's a lot of times part of the disappointment is that you know everyone else doesn't cooperate with our expectation to make it as great as we think it will be if those expectations are met so 
you know, everything that we've been talking about, uh, from my own experience, is the practical way to actually get to what works, which is by dropping those expectations, looking at what is, and choosing different, you know, choosing a different action, you know, taking out the trash myself instead of getting upset for other people for not doing it or hiring somebody to do it or whatever else. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of different options that start to open up. Building a, a trash chute from your kitchen window <laughs> out to the garbage can. Exactly. All How many possibilities are there? <laughs> now I'm getting excited. Yeah. Right. Training the dog. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it it filling, opens up filling your your partner's car with the trash. <laughs> right. So when you go this route of dropping the expectations and <laughs> and instead choose something different, you get to find out what will actually work that is something that you'll really choose and that other people may or may not choose. But it, like something different than the stalemate of the expectations that are not being met. Oh, that is so good. The stalemate of the expectations that are not being met. Oh, that is so good. Yeah. It is. It is. And Mm -hmm. you're the one that's stuck with it. Yeah. And to me, that gets exciting when you recognize, oh my gosh, I've been stuck in this functioning as though I don't have choice and it can never change unless the change happens in this one particular way, Mm -hmm. which it isn't. (laughs) Okay. If I change my choices and how I'm functioning, all of a sudden change is possible because I'm willing to be different. I'm willing to do something different. I'm willing to choose something different, be it an action or just the point of view. Yeah. I mean, both of those are very different. That point of view thing, I I remember the first time where I actually started looking at this in a relationship. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, because the thing that really got me, and I didn't have these tools at the time, um, and I also didn't know about something called distractor implants at the time either, and so we'll have to talk about those sometime, because the anger, the rage, (laughs) the fury, the hate, blame, shame, Mm -hmm. regret, and guilt are will all stick you in a circle. They'll stick you in that stalemate place where, cause it'll just send you around in a loop and 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 send you around in a loop. And, in a loop and, in a loop and it's just <laughs> about that exciting <laughs> and, and annoying. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember the first moment when all of a sudden I realized this person is not, go- I love this person and this person is not going to change. And all my choice right now is to either be happy or not be happy. Like that's actually my fundamental choice right now is to be happy and enjoy this person or to be unhappy and try and take it out on them. That is my choice. Like in that moment, it was shocking to look at. Because then all I was faced with with was the number of times that what I had actually chosen was to be unhappy and to, you know, to choose being unhappy and think that somehow by blaming him that things would get better. And I saw how ridiculous that was, right? I was like, oh, that's crazy. That is actually crazy (laughs) thinking to think that me being unhappy at him 
is actually going to create anything I want. Does that create what I want? No, I want to be happy with him. Well, then I better choose to be happy with him. That is the choice. Not be happy with him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. But that was shocking. That was a weird right. shocking. Well, and there's that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that if again, you know, I'll be happy with them if. <laughs> it's like, it's so sneaky that uh, all the different places that those expectations come in with our, our mood. You're definitely a robot there. That's amazing. You're definitely a robot Darn. when you stand there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's weird. Uh, yep. So am I a robot in the other place and you're a robot? Y y yes, you are a robot in the other place. <laughs> uh, okay. Now it's all frozen and I'm frozen. <laughs> hey, everybody. Sorry about the technical difficulties. <laughs> We're... Uh... Our internet's gone haywire again. <laughs> we found out that if you ask, you will receive. And <laughs> one of the things one of the things that you may not notice is what a question or what an ask actually looks like. Sometimes it can look like, oh my gosh, is it time to end the show? And then weird things happen like both of our phones cut out. Like my phone <laughs> my <laughs> my phone just dropped dead. <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> Heather dropped <laughs> offline. Um, so, you know, that, that old adage of be careful what you ask for. Because <laughs> you'll get it. <laughs> In ways you maybe, may not expect. And maybe a little quicker than you thought. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like instantly. <laughs> Speaking oh, of my. tools that you – Speaking of tools that may just seem like joking, uh, one of the things that as we were looking at sort of, you know, like, well, we, we fell offline. What do we, what do we do? Do we wrap it up for everybody? Do we start over? What do we do? Um, yeah. We went to question. What we realized is this show was a little slippery slope. It sort of went, slid from one topic and slowed, that's not even a word, slowed <laughs> over to another topic. Or slopped into another topic. Slosh and slopped into another topic. And, um, and one of the things that can be so easy for us is that, is that we actually play with these tools in everyday life. So we know how to use them and, and can do just that, sort of jump from one thing to another and use tools seamlessly. So seamlessly, as a matter of fact, that you may not have even noticed that we snuck them into the conversation. It could have just sounded like, we were just talking. So we wanted to go ahead and sort of wrap up with a recap of some of the tools we used and give you maybe one or two extra tools that you can take with you um, to play with between the end of this week's show and next week. Yeah. So, you know, we were just talking about uh, noticing when you have a projection or expectation. Like that – I know it doesn't sound like a tool <laughs> – but actually, that moment when you notice that you're doing something that you never noticed before, like you didn't realize you had those kinds of expectations on this person, actually noticing it 
going, oh, my God, that is totally an expectation. I, I so didn't realize that before. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a tool. That is, that is becoming aware of something that you were not aware of before. And that acknowledging that moment of awareness is a tool. It's something that you can use in anywhere that you become aware of something that you didn't notice before. Acknowledge it. Because when you acknowledge it, that opens the door for you to notice other things that you didn't notice before. It's a, it's a m- muscle-building tool for becoming more aware. I love it. Yeah. A muscle-building <laughs> tool for becoming more aware. And, when, and as you become more aware, we kind of kept pointing out, is as you become more aware, you have more choice. Yeah. Choice is another so, tool. It is. And one of the ways that we talk about that tool is choice in 10-second increments. Like, oh, my God, I've been going along my life living with, you know, doing these projections and expectations on people. This is a new 10 seconds. What would I like to choose now? And this is a new 10 seconds. What would I like to choose now? (laughs) And really, again, it's a, it's a muscle-building tool for practicing choosing again when we've been doing something that maybe is like repeating the same choice, like having an expectation uh, over and over and over and over, maybe for years. <laughs> so this tool of making a new choice in this 10 seconds uh, is a big one. Yeah, if you keep thinking that you're going to get what you desire by making the same choice over and over again, but you haven't gotten it yet, you can try for 10 seconds whole with everything you got making a new choice. Okay, this time, instead of just saying I'm not going to be angry, I'm actually going to try being happy and enjoying, you know, enjoying this person, you know, in our trash in our trash example, um, yeah. you know, this, this 10 seconds, I'm going to see what happens if I choose to be happy and enjoy this person, even though I have expectations that have gone very unmet for a very long time. I'm going to see what happens if I actually do something different whole with everything I am. And by making those, because oftentimes we have so many, again, expectations of what will happen if we, you know, quote, unquote, let them get away with it in this, in this case, or whatever it is that we've decided about the choice that we've made previously, you know, whatever it is we've decided is right about it. So oftentimes we won't let ourselves make another choice just in case that it'll work, the choice we've been making will work this time. But this gives you the option to try a new choice and actually see what comes out of it, see what changes. And then you're welcome to make a new choice again in another 10 seconds. Yeah. And it's really, I mean, it still surprises me how powerful that is. (laughs) I've tried it over and over and over again of the, like, making a different choice, making a new choice that's different than what I've been choosing up to that point. And, I mean, it sounds so simple, and it is, and yet we have, like, an area like this that we've been talking about where we have such a strong expectation that we just keep pounding on it over and over and putting it out there and expecting this person to take out the trash, even though for 20 years they haven't, 
today they're going to do it because <laughs> I love them so much <laughs> or because I'm so pissed off and yelled at them so strongly. Now they'll do it. Nope. Still doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Which, so. yeah, which actually brings me to another one of the tools. It sounds mm-hmm. almost exactly like the one we just did, but, but what happens is sometimes when you hear a tool in a different way or a different way of using the tool, it opens a door that's not, that doesn't seem like it's there. So one of my favorite ones recently has been, what if I actually have a choice here? Because one of the things that we can do yeah. is think that we're powerless over something or powerless in a moment. You know, I'm powerless over this. Yes. And, and in that moment, what choice do I have here that I haven't considered? The, yeah, that I haven't <laughs> considered part is because you've considered being angry. You've considered being defeated. You've considered giving up. You've considered what other choices have you not considered? <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's just being happy for no reason, (laughs) being happy even even when nothing's going right. (laughs) That could be another (laughs) choice. And what else? You know, know, having choosing something that actually does work that could be a novel choice too. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, and and this is where it's like the rubber meets the road with putting these tools into practice and and really using our power of choice. Uh, to change a situation into something that would be more enjoyable. You know, unless you like having a reason to yell at your, the person you're in a relationship with or if you like a reason to be upset, then obviously it's working great. So acknowledge that too. <laughs> you know? Well, how else are you going to go out and talk with your girlfriends or your guy friends about your relationship if you're happy? <laughs> I I dare you to find out. (laughs) Nobody's going to believe you. (laughs) And if they do, if they do, they might hate you. So maybe, maybe just make up stories. You can make up not being happy. It doesn't have to be true. Right. You do have the choice to keep the happiness to yourself and, you know, let your faith show it. If you'd like to, <laughs> that's yourself too. <laughs> one of my on friends said, "One of my friends says to just laugh, but cover your face and pretend like you're crying." What else? I mean, those are some pretty powerful tools we just shared. <laughs> yeah, they are. And, and so it was like, wait, what was the tool again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That all just sounded easy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And the, the practice of becoming more aware without judging you and without judging others um, is, is a practice. But I have to say that I've been working on pretty diligently for the past five years. And I'm always surprised by how much more aware I can be and how much less judgment I can have, <laughs> have about any of it and how much yeah. more fun my life gets as I play around with these. So I may just add yeah. one more, one more and, and I think 
oh, it, it may have been in some of the outtakes of this show, but um, how does it get any better than this? Regardless of whether mm. things are going wonderfully, just keep asking, how does it get any better than this? And if things are going terribly, how does it get any better than this? You, all you need is one little tiny tiny, tiny, tiny bit to change for things to, to alter course drastically. So just by asking, how does it get any better than this, can begin to alter. It's another, it's another tool that I use on a regular basis. So when, yeah. um, you know, if, even if you can't remember anything else that we said, if you just begin to implement that, all of a sudden you'll break the mind. All of this is about breaking the stuck mindset that have you repeating patterns over and over again, making it feel like you don't have any choice in your own life. So if you just pick one of these, they would break that pattern. You could use all of them, but I find that oftentimes, especially if you're new to any of this stuff, um, when you start using them, you will literally not remember anything. <laughs> you'll be like, yeah. They were really simple tools. They were so simple that I thought I couldn't forget them. It, well, how does it go again? What <laughs> what better is there? What yeah. how how does it get any better than this? Yes. How and does it get what, any better than this? What choice do I have here that I have not yet considered? Yep, and what am I, like, wow, look at what I just noticed. Look at what I just become aware of that I'd never <laughs> noticed I'd been doing before. Look at that, I'm otherwise known as, look at that, I'm an asshole. Yep. <laughs> what if that's not wrong? <laughs> Welcome to the oh, yeah, it guide is. to being wrong and happy, where your wrongness is a strongness and happiness <laughs> is just a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I hope you got as much out of this show as I did. <laughs> I know I've been practicing these tools a lot, and it just it never hurts to hear it again and hear how they work and, and talk about, you know, actually applying them in everyday life. <laughs> Even for again, things like Sam. taking out the trash. Yeah. Play it again, Sam. <laughs> Oh my gosh, totally. So thank you all so much for joining us. We again we we do the show on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, and we welcome you to join us um, for this experiment in living. <laughs> and uh, you know, here's the cheers for having too much fun exploring that. Cheers. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. That was I was clinking my glass against yours. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us again. And uh, you can find us on Facebook at The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and on The Good Girl's, the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong.com. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye for now.